Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. This is the Love Island UK Series 3 Rewatch. I'm here with Callie. Callie, how are you liking it? I am loving it. It's crazy how much I enjoy rewatching this show. I'm having a great time as well. I feel like I'm back in my routine. Wake up, watch Love Island, <laughs> eat, sleep, crack on, as, <laughs> as some say. Um, a quick scheduling note. We post this on social media. We'll post it again. Today, we're talking about episodes 4 through 8. On Thursday, we're talking about 9 through 12. We are skipping the Week in Review episodes. So like you may have noticed in the schedule we posted that a couple of episode numbers were not accounted for. It's because there's so many episodes. We're not watching the ones in review. Plus, we don't need to. Um, So again, today is 4 through 8. As you probably saw in the title, Thursday will be 9 through 12. Monday is 14 through 19. We'll post it. We'll post it again. But, you know, just... Keep up with us. Let also DM us about the best way to message us to you so we're all on the same page because we want to do it together. Okay. Now, more about the show. I can't believe I'm enjoying it as much as I am because I've already watched it. <laughs> I'm shocked by it. Do you remember everything? Like when it happens? No. Like do you anticipate it? Or when it happens, it jogs your memory? Like what's the vibe? Yeah, I feel like there's some stuff that I'm like, uh-oh, this is about to happen. And then there's other stuff where after it happens, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. So much stuff just happens, period. Like, there's just way more action than the other part of Love Island I've seen, which is a small sample size, but still. Also, like, for this season, like, how obsessed with Kem I was. Like, I remember that. 
But then hearing his like commentary throughout is cracking me up the exact same amount. <laughs> Let's start with Cam. Through these episodes, Cam's main storyline is that he fights with Amber a lot. It's giving me Ronnie and Sammy season one vibes from Jersey Shore, but not quite as toxic. It's yeah. a lot funnier. Yeah, yeah. But we've got a situation. We got a love triangle. We got Kember. Kember. Kem. <laughs> Kember. And- Couple name. <laughs> it's a good name for them. The couple yeah. name, yeah. Kem, Amber, and Chris. Last time we spoke, you told me to like listen to what Chris says. Chris <laughs> is insane. Chris it's is insane. low key crazy. He's insane. Like, I loved when they were like, he was like, I have a lot of family. I have a lot of brothers. And she was like, Are any of them as good looking as you? And he was like, No. And he wasn't like, people say that joking. He's dead serious. He's like, No, no, no. None of them as good looking as me. If if I, I'm like having a hard time with people's names. I was about to say Krem. I'm like just adding everyone into one one Love Island being. If Chris were American, I feel like I would have a better handle on him. But because he's British, I'm still like getting to know his mannerisms and like what is what. But like, I don't even know how to describe this man. He is totally like, he's like full of himself. But extremely, also- extremely full of himself. Like it is. Conceited is one of his main personality traits, but somehow it's funny and not annoying. And everyone seems to find it funny. Like, <laughs> Chloe's really into it. <laughs> By the way, Chloe- since we're going into the Chris, Amber, Kem... Oh, sorry. Olivia's argument. one who's into it. My bad. Right? Was it Olivia? No, Chloe is the one that's into him. Oh, Chris, Chris and Chloe are, are coupled, coupled up. up. But, yeah. but Olivia is really into Chris and finds him being an asshole really funny. She's starting to warm up. Yeah. But the Chris, Kem, and Amber little situation, I thought it was so funny that Chris kept going around and being like, yeah, so we were having a conversation and I said, I want a brunette. And I'm like, you can't keep hollering that you want a brunette to come in and Chloe's sitting right there, blonde as ever, (laughs) who you're coupled up with. Even Chloe's like, well, I'm blonde. Where does that leave me? <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, I feel like a mug. And I'm like, yes, correct. It's really quite mug. muggy. You are I- a mug. <laughs> so Amber tells Kem, and therefore yeah. us, the night before, Chris implies that he's there for her. And mm-hmm. that he's like, he looks deep into her eyes. He communicates it without exact language, but he does say like, why do you think I'm here? Mm-hmm. And... That sets off a chain of events with a lot of yelling and then stopping and then starting again and people getting over it and then starting again. And I just want to know, what do you think actually happened with Chris and Amber? I think that... Which is... It's really... Like, it's crazy that I feel this way. But I believe Chris. The way Chris reacted to it was like, what the fuck? Like, he would not let it go because he was... Like, I didn't say anything like that. Also, the way that Amber immediately was like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Like, oh my gosh, like you're blowing it out of proportion. I'm like, no, you blew it out of proportion. Like you. And I think that maybe something like, he may have said something not even to her or like not even, he clearly was never insinuating. Like she told Kem, he was staring deep in her eyes and was like, I'm here. That did not happen. (laughs) Something may have happened, but that did not happen. He was like, I don't even think I talked to you last night. (laughs) He he doesn't remember. Amber also just being like, he wants a brunette, therefore he wants me, is like also very, very self-centered. Well, just to prove the point, we're both brunettes. We could not look any more different. Like, (laughs) 
I feel like brunette, especially because maybe because I am a brunette, but I feel like blondes may have more of a look. There's more of like a stereotype of a blonde. A brunette, yeah. there's a bigger range. Yeah. Brunettes are all over the place. Also, yeah. the color brown is all over the place. There's like very dark light. Like there's, I completely agree with you that him saying brunette, she was like, oh God, he wants me. <laughs> and then she tells him to be stop being such a drama king or whatever. And that he's all drama. But she's all drama. She doesn't yeah. let it go. And she's just spreading this all around. She's whispering. She's getting Kim involved. Her and Kim are so funny. <laughs> the next day, she's like, I didn't even call you a drama king, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't fucking say it. Like, he was not having it at all. And she was like, you did say it. And then it just like started it all up again. All, in, all again. But all I'm like, again. you apologizing so quickly. And like, she ran over there when Kim was like, uh, yeah, he didn't say it. And she was like, oh my God, oh my God, no, I knew it. I knew it wasn't anything. And I was like, that's not what you said. And then the end of that was um, her sitting on Kem's lap and her and Kem asking if he looks good in the hat, which was <laughs> so funny. <laughs> also, I love, wait, this is like a tiny little thing that I think I, I put in our notes, but have you noticed the past couple of episodes, anytime anything goes wrong with Amber and Kem, that Jess is like, you do not want that. I kind of haven't noticed it. Does she hate Amber? I, I Apparently. I was like, Jess, why do you keep like saying things about Amber? I feel Jess is basically naked on this show. I'm just All like... time. Uh, it's just like a lot. Her and Dom make a good couple for each other. They both seem extremely sexually charged. Yeah. Both really into like touching each other. Not just having sex, but just sort of like being like flamboyant. I thought it was also interesting that in the dares challenge, he was like so down to kiss Chris. I think he's down for whatever. Yeah. He is literally DTF Mm -hmm. and he is down for whatever. And uh, I think they're like a really good match. Also, obviously both like love attention and (laughs) the way, but he's like, he, he, I think that among this group, I would put Dom at the top the top of the dumb rankings. I think he might be the dumbest person oh, there. Oh, interesting. Who? <laughs> I, I think Olivia. Olivia's funny. Olivia falling for Chris is inexplicable. Like, I get it over Sam. I agree. Sam is not, not the one. Yeah, no. But like, Chris, he's such a weirdo. She does. She says she likes weird, though. She is fully into it. Yeah. She's also, yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point, Chris has said so many things that I would just be like, red flag. Well, it was really funny when they did the dinner date or like the the dinner or whatever. And he says so many things. And Gabby's like, I need to like write down everything you say in a notebook and read it back to you. And just a king of contradictions. <laughs> she had like no time for it. We got to talk about these bombshells. Mm-hmm. Gabby. I mean, I think everybody has the same first thing when you talk about the new bombshells. Gabby and Ty and Lexi. Time Lexi is not a name. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea. I've never heard that. I have never heard anything close to it. It doesn't even sound good. It's like her it's like her parents were drunk and they made a mistake and it was too late to take it back. Well, I'm just wondering, like, is it a thing overseas that we don't know about? I just find it hard to believe that like we've never heard it anywhere. And Tyne Lexi? Like a river in the name Lexi. Like Tyne is a river, like Newcastle on Tyne, like she says. But also there's there's a soccer club there. But yeah, I, I don't think it's a thing, no. I consume a lot of British culture. I would be fine if her name was just Tyne. If that's sure, what Tyne. To name your school, a dear kid. Or Lexi. Also I don't not know. a name, but like fine. But Tyne Lexi, I'm just like, 
Mm, not sure. It's also does not roll <laughs> does not roll off the tongue. No. Honestly, it's gonna doom you on a show like this. No one's gonna vote for you. Like she's gonna get voted off. My prediction is she gets voted off by the public. Also, her personality was like pretty on fun, but I see she's just not going far. I mean, she treated that little one-on-one time with Chris like that was so uncomfortable. He hates her. And I can't <laughs> I can't blame him. He was like, gosh, she was putting it on me, asking me so many questions. That's a, yeah, it's an understatement though. She was like, maybe it was partially the edit, but she was just firing question after question of him. Yeah. And they were so boring. Like, what's your favorite animal? Like, do you like cats? Like she just was going on and on. Like she was talking to an infant. It just was very like like third grade crush. What's your favorite mm. color? What's your exactly. favorite animal? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I would understand maybe like first two minute questions. You, you want to warm up a little bit. But like by question 50, let's try to get somewhere. Also, I'm like, I would kind of like pick up like he's not asking me anything back. She was asking questions in a way that indicates that she truly does has no banter. She's got no chat. Like, she can't That's do it. That's true. That's true. Good point. So she was relying on it. I relate as someone who always worries about having no chat and having no banter. I always prepare a lot of talking points and questions in my head. Oh, you told so that, me that you do that. <laughs> so I get it. But the point is to have them in your back pocket, not to use all of them. It's just like a safety net. It's like, you know, to prepare. You have them for if there's ever, like, dead air. Yeah. Like... What did you think of Succession last night? Or, you know, like, have you started watching <laughs> Love Island? Like, things like that. Not not like all the questions that you answer in, like, a 20 questions about me in first grade. Yeah. Honestly, I had to do today. I had to do my daughter's, um, like, for her birthday tomorrow, you have, like, these little Q&As that you, like, fill out. And they fill them out. And they print out pictures from every age that they've been. Oh, cute. And it was similar questions. Yeah. It's like, what's your favorite <laughs> color? Where were you born? What's your favorite thing to eat? Which also was like, that was like five follow-up questions. What's your favorite thing to eat? Oh, it's so hard if you like food, right? Do you like spicy? Do you like, I'm like, what? Also, hold on. I wrote down. They both said they liked something. They said something that I was like, what is that? I've never heard of that before. Maybe it's a specialty to people who are named Ty and Lexi. And that's why you've never heard it before. I don't know, but I could do without Ty and Lexi. That's what I came to the conclusion of. (laughs) I, I'm certain she'll be gone soon, but I think Gabby will stick around. I think Gabby's got got the a good personality. First of all, I liked how she was making fun of Chris. I thought that was really funny. Second of all, I just feel like she's taking a very different strategy than Ty and Lexi, where she's just kind of like <laughs> chilling, playing. She's chilling, taking it slow. She gets to have this date in her second, like her second or third episode. Oh, I think the only thing was. Um, they were making fun of her because she did a really bad strip tease, but I think that's kind of like charming. That was that was time. Oh, that was time. And she Sorry, literally Gabby. didn't know what a strip tease was. She just took her clothes off and put them back yeah, on. Yeah, and just like like put her butt in the air. It was really weird. I mean, <laughs> I guess nothing was as weird as um, Jess and Kem swapping clothes. That was great. Also, I love that Kem fit into her clothes, but she didn't fit into Kem. <laughs> I think that's common so like, good. Like, among among men and women. It's like, actually doesn't fit. It is different. <laughs> Seth and I can switch clothes a lot, but like he has a really small waist and really small calves. Yeah. And like men frequently have fewer curves than women. So it's like your clothes yeah. just don't fit properly. Yeah. Like correct. sometimes a men's t-shirt, like the top will fit me, but then 
like it'll get to like the butt or something. It'll be like too, it'll just be too like straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Why is a t-shirt that long? I don't know. Maybe I have a short torso. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I agree with everything except for why is it going all the way to your butt? I can't remember if it was Olivia or Chloe because I still can't completely tell them apart in my memory. They're so but, different. I know, but it's just to your point before, they're both blonde. And to me, they're just blonde. Yeah, okay, okay. And so one of them was like, I love a dares challenge. And I was like, how frequently are you playing a game of dares that you're like, I love a dares? By the way, how frequently are you playing dares? Can me? you rem- Yeah, can you remember the last time? As infrequently as possible. I avoid it like the plague. I do not want to be playing a game of dares. Are you in a position where you have to avoid it? No. Like, no. I don't even remember the last time I even had to like think about anything about truth or dare. The last time I think I was in a truth or dare situation, I think I was a teenager. For sure. I think more uh, before, no, I actually remember, I think. In my early 20s, my last game of Never Have I Ever was sometime, was in my early 20s. I remember I was in a hotel Never room. Never Have in, I Ever. In Monterey, California. <laughs> my last truth or dare game was freshman year of college. And your boy Chandler Parsons was in the group. Wow, he's clearly a dare man. Yeah, probably. Does he even have any truths to share? <laughs> I don't know. I think he would share it. <laughs> yeah, he w- it wouldn't even like be a truth. It would just be like <laughs> exactly. a Tuesday for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, I remember that. I think that's probably the last time I played Truth or Dare. Did you guys have to do anything together, like swap clothes? No. Oh. There was nobody okay. taking their clothes off. <laughs> really? In college, Truth or Dare? I feel like that's not so weird if you were. It wasn't. I feel like there was like, it was probably like 10 people. So it wasn't like a small group. It just sounds awful. It's making me feel anxious, like right now, <laughs> hearing about it like 15 <laughs> years later. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. But I think it was last time. I can't remember. People, I mean, these, I guess if you're on this type of show, you know it's coming, right? Yeah, and you're excited to do it. I mean, if you're Jess, Jess basically got to sit around naked for the rest of the, the game. I don't even know what she was wearing, actually. Sounds right up her alley. Yeah. She, she's growing on me. We'll come, we'll come back to her in a little bit. But yeah, I think Gabby will stick around. What did she have to do in the Dares Challenge? Anything? She had to suck Marcel's finger or someone's finger and she chose Marcel and she oh, sucked right. it for like 0.4 seconds. There's also a sucking of a toe. A lot of uh, sucking in the yeah. Dares Challenge. Chris Gross. sucked Chloe's toe and said he enjoyed it. And everyone was like, oh, that's disgusting. She's walking around barefoot all day. <laughs> and you were like, yes, that is disgusting. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't. <gasps> that's really just... And Chris was like, I don't know. Tastes kind of good. Gross. I'm sort of going in back opposite order here, but going going back further, uh, Gabby and and Ty and Lexi arrived while the girls were at a spa day, and mm. I feel like a spa day is something often referred to on reality TV shows, and they very infrequently actually go to a spa, but they actually went to a they spa, were and spa. It looked it looked awesome. I was like, oh, this is actually a really nice day. It seemed early on in the season for them to get to leave the villa, though. I was like, don't you want them to have more like sensory deprivation, like stuck in this house? Also, they split them up. So like it was like two small groups of girls instead of them all being in one group, which I thought was interesting because like I would assume they didn't choose their group based on who they put in each group. I I assume not as well because it led to Montana telling Jess. Jess was overbearing in Montana. It was grating on Montana. And Jess didn't even fucking flinch. She was just like, just like gave her a look of puzzlement. And then was like, I'm okay being the bitch. She was like, yeah. First of all, it came up because Jess was like, we're all such good friends and like, we're all getting along. And it was like, things have been really nice and Montana was like, yeah, speaking of which, you get on my nerves and it's really annoying and I just don't want it to be a thing. Which I was like, that's not a nice way of putting it. Like, I think Montana thought 
kind of, that she was like, oh, I'm packaging this really shitty thing up in a nice bow. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, actually. And then she was like, yeah, we sometimes, Jess was like, oh yeah, we could get each other shows. She was like, no, it's just you. It's just you <laughs> that gets on my nerves. And then Jess kind of just like, mm, okay, like whatever. And I would have, I, I like the way Jess handled it because I would have been like, fuck off. You're literally just mad that I stole your guy. It just didn't really make any sense. I was like, what planet is Montana on? She wasn't really in these episodes that much after having such a big presence in the first few. Also, now that we see Dom and Jeff together or just see how Dom is, like, you, him and Montana would have never, never worked. No, never. She's not like... Down with the get down. Yeah, plus... She's not fun. Jess is so confident, mm-hmm. seemingly, like, so comfortable with herself. And I feel like that's really the energy that Dom needs. Like, there's no no one else for him. It's not a coincidence that in the Dares Challenge, he's fine with kissing Sam. Sam was supposed to kiss Chris. That's who was sitting next to him. And Dom just, like, volunteered himself. Oh, yeah. He was just like, yeah. I'll do it. It's no coincidence that Sam and Dom kiss and also... Olivia and Jess kissed and they set it up so that they had to kiss. They wanted to kiss. And I was just like, right. yeah, Dom and Jess are in the right couple. Those people are just comfortable with themselves, you know? Like, comfortable I, I like and that. fun. Like, I think yeah. they're both fun. Montana is not fun. <laughs> she's nuts. She's quite, also, she's quite literally the opposite of fun. Her, her main, like, contribution in this set of episodes was, like, poking Marcel to get him to stop snoring. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> It really was all. That's all. She, and she was just, she, that him snoring made her be like, uh, should I have coupled that back up with him? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Other major conversation at the spa was with um, Camilla. And she was talking about how she just wants to take it slow with Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, after there was a lot of heartbreak over sending home Harley. It's fine. He'll be okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We have to talk about that. Okay. Did someone die? Uh, who was more upset? This group of people when Harley left or the Bachelor in Paradise cast when Rodney left? Ooh, that is tough. It's close. It's the it's the most 
disproportionate <laughs> amount of tears. I've or the two most disproportionate amount of tears I've ever seen. Like both groups, I was just like, you know, he's just exiting. He's not that dying. Guy. Yeah, but this is the thing. <laughs> the Rodney one, I can understand a little bit more, especially since you and I have had some one-on-one talks with Rodney now. Yeah, nice guy. Incredibly charming. Like mm-hmm. I can see how people are just like, wow, I really like him. He seems like a really nice guy. You get that in like three Fun minutes. Fun to be of, around. Yeah. yeah. You get that three minutes into talking to him. Harley, however, we did not get that. We've gotten that he drank a cup of his own pee. And <laughs> I, like, that, you know, he tried to couple up with Chloe and say that he liked her after like, he clearly didn't like her just to try to stay on the show. Yeah, I just wanted to stay. Yeah. So I don't really get... Also, at least the Bachelor people, Bachelor and Paradise people... They knew Rodney. Like a lot of them have known Rodney before they went on the show. They've been around him yeah, an a million times. Yeah. They knew Harley for five days, which I loved when... <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? No. When Montana was like... When Chris was going off about Amber making it up. Like she just wanted to stir shit. And Montana was like, you've known her for two days. I don't think you fucking know what she was trying to do. And, and Chris was like, yeah. And you've known her for five. Huge difference. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing about Chris is he's doesn't make any sense, but once in a while he says something that's like spot on. You're like, yeah, good point. Good point. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But yeah, I just didn't get the heart. I'm like, you guys don't know him. And he's just leaving the show and he should leave. He has no connection and he might be too young. Um, I wish you would have seen more of Harley because Camilla being upset made me feel like he must be a nice guy. I don't know. Camilla is super weird. I like her, obviously. She's like an all-star. First of all, someone DM me that she dated Prince Harry, which I didn't Google because I don't want to be spoiled. Oh, I should Google. But that's wild if so. I guess I can kind of see it. I like, can definitely see it. He's so into humanitarian work. She's like very pretty yeah. and, and skinny. I feel like she like fits the profile. And he dated a lot. But like, that's an impressive one. I, I can't believe it. And if that's true, shout out Camilla. But she's just like, I don't, I don't really, I, I respect it. I don't have a problem with it. But as you said last week, like, why is she on the show? She is the opposite of Jess and Dom. She's like, I want to take it really slow. I don't know if I'm ready to kiss Johnny. Like, she just is like, we just want to get be friends first. And isn't the point of this to move quickly? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're only on the show for like how many weeks? 10? Seven max. Is it? Yes, that's what she said. Because she at one point she was talking to Marcel. And Marcel was trying to like give her confidence and like back and like tell her to like back herself. And he's like, Johnny said he's really into you. There's no way he's going to go with one of the other ones. And she was like, you need a lot to make it the full seven weeks. Also, her voice is so weird. I really, I make you know you don't like her. I do like her. I'm just confused by her. Her voice is really weird. I just feel like as much as I like her, as much as I like her story and think it's incredibly relatable for her to have a successful career and not really know like where to go. All that being said... This just doesn't seem like the right show for her. No. Did she date Prince Harry? What is Google saying? It does. It says they they met. They went, I think they probably hung out a few times. And Harry thought she was amazing and seemed to want something serious, but she refused to open up to him through fear of being rejected. It was Camilla's reservations that stopped the romance from going anywhere. Wow. What year is this? Mm, 2017? That can't be right. That's when she was on the show. That's also, I think, when he met Meghan Markle. So this must have been very very close to when he met Meghan Markle. Yeah. Wow. Camilla. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What's her last name? Thur something. Thurgro. Thurgro. Huh. 
super British. Wow, things could have been different. But um, yeah, I mean, I also wouldn't want to be rejected by Prince Harry. But if you're going to be rejected by anyone, having it be someone who's like super famous and like a notorious like bachelor up until that point, eh, doesn't hurt. But yeah, I'd be happy to be on that list. Yeah, I mean, I just like worst case scenario, you get rejected and what? You have a good story. Yeah, like nothing, nothing's going to happen to you. Um, but some people are really scared. I guess it says in this article that she was also cheated on four years ago. So she's very protective of her heart. Well, we come across this on The Bachelor a lot. Cheating is like not... If you're not married, you don't have kids, not necessarily a life-altering event. Unless you're Tom Sandoval. Unless you're Tom, Tom Sandoval. They were commonly married, so... And, yeah, I mean... And he actively lied about it in the most outrageous ways on camera. Yeah, that's that's the weirdest so part. So fucking disrespectful. Yeah. It's a, little, it's a little odd to go that route. Point blank. He is... Tom Sandoval would have been great on Love Island. I think he would have been a really good character. <laughs> he would have gone for it. He also would have loved a dare. He would have loved a dare's game and then would have like self-imploded by the end because he would like start getting into fights with the girls. For sure. Yeah. He sucks. Anyway, Camilla and Johnny. Can we talk about one of the questions? So every every episode, you're going to prepare questions to ask me because you have so much it's an unequal balance of knowledge. Mm-hmm. One of the questions you put in our notes is which couples do I think are married, if any? Or do you think any of these couples are married? You told me there are two couples married, which doesn't mean it's necessarily any of these. Of course, we know bombshells. I, <laughs> Callie's covering her face, so I can't see any of her reactions. I'm going to close my eyes too, as I tell you, so I really can't <laughs> see. I don't want anything to ruin it. I really feel like Dom and Jess could be married. They're just like such a good combo together. Like I just, I don't know. So that was one. And then... I don't think Camilla and Johnny are married, but they're getting so much like screen time early on that I feel like they must go far or have like a spectac- spectacular breakup. Okay. <laughs> this is the most awkward interaction we've had on this podcast, including the first <laughs> time I ever spoke to you and didn't know you at all. So I look forward to doing this every week. <laughs> By the way, the first time we spoke, it's pretty, pretty seamless. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I like this. I like every week. I want to know. I think Monday episodes we should ask this question because we get a few, we get tons of episodes by Monday. You're right. And obviously, people are going to be coming in and out. There's so many couples that stay together, break up, switch up. We'll see what happens. There's some cute friendships forming already. I like, Ooh. for example, Marcel and and Camilla. Clearly, pals. He comforted mm-hmm. her. When Harley left and then he talked to her, he was like, don't worry about Johnny. He's really into you. That's a cute one. Marcel seems like a, like a top-notch guy. Yeah. Marcel is kind of the guy that everybody likes. He's the Rodney of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, yeah, he seems great. I really like that. Among the guys, is it? I, I can't tell like who are the good friends yet. Yes, you can. Think about who got... like How upset yeah. Chris got. With Amber? Yeah, with Amber. Oh. So Chris and Ken, you're saying? Yes. Like, mm. Ken was pissed because he was like, what? That's like my mate in here. That's my mate. <laughs> you could tell that they're they're definitely hitting it off. Ken's hitting it off with everyone, though. Yeah, I mean, who he's, doesn't like Ken? He's just so funny. The hat thing was so funny to me. What about when the girls are at spa day and they, like, slash the boys and they're just doing crossroads? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and Ken starts rapping, too. So, Ken's so into it. <laughs> I love how much attention the gym gets in this season. Like, 
Jess, when she came back, she was like, these boys, these oily, sweaty <laughs> boys, they didn't touch the gym equipment once before. And now they're <laughs> trying to impress the girls. The gym is like really important to this this group. They go there to impress each other. Mm-hmm. To, I, I don't even know what, but it's really funny. So I was noticing two things. I even Googled one of them, but two things that watching this, I'm like, ugh, like this is, they don't say this anymore. Saying I fancy someone, mm. that used to be like, if you watch like seasons two, three, four, like all the way up, I don't know when it stopped, maybe five or six. It de- they definitely said it in five. But that used to be like the word. I really mm. fancy her because now they don't really say it anymore. Now they say I rate you. I really rate her. Yeah. Whatever. And then stick it on a and a bit of me. What's that? Like she's a he, he's just a bit of me. Like a bit of me means just like a piece of me that like perfect. Like you fit right into me. <laughs> uh, I just imagine Dom and Jess saying that to each other. Marcel said something to Camilla where he was like, you're bare, be- bare attractive or like something like that. And she was like, I don't know what that means. And he had to explain <laughs> it. And he's like, bare means like, you know, like loads. And it was, it was so funny. <laughs> I don't think, I would not guess that Camilla is up on the slang. No, well, she's been out of the country. She can't, yeah. she can't keep up. <laughs> so... How old is Camilla? Uh, I can't Google it, so I can't, I I can't tell you. If you knew off the top of your head. I think she's like 25 or something. She seems so much older, right? Yeah. Also, one of my favorite moments was when Chris, I think, was on the date with Gabby. And he was like, I'm a polar bear. Like, he was like, I'm a polar bear, you know? And she was just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I have no idea. But he just says such weird things. She's 33 now, so she's 27 on the show. Oh, so... a. A proper adult. Mm-hmm. Much older yeah. than most of these people. I think Marcel's the oldest, right? Yeah. And Sam's the youngest. Dom's old too. Dom mm-hmm. seems very young. Dom doesn't really seem real to me. Like, I think that I just can't believe this is a real human out in the world. He's a real human. <laughs> the other thing was that this is the first season that has Casa Amor. And I don't want to... So for new watchers of Love Island, I don't want to spoil anything. But... I was watching one of these episodes and I was like, fuck, is this the first season that this happens? And I looked it up and it is. So that's... I can't wait. Very cool. Very cool. Look, I look forward to it. Wait, do you think any of these people win? I have no idea. I really don't know. I mean, so much can happen. It's early days, so yeah, I just I mean, don't know. So many people come in and out. The challenges happen a lot more fast and furiously this season. Way and more. they're also like... And they're also, which I like, it just gives you something to do. So like when they had the girls doing the kissing challenge with the guys, first of all, really accentuated how short Kem is. And I was like, oh, that's why he's talking about it so much. Uh, Because they're all in a row. Olivia, even I could tell she was the worst kisser. She was like so (sighs) nervous and like sticking her head forward, but didn't want any like body contact. It was uh, versus like Amber who like used a stool. But um, she need, she needed to get up in there as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> real piece of me behavior. But I even that I was like, wow. So they've had a dares challenge. They've had the spin the bottle. They've done the kissing challenge. They had they just like a lot more activities. Um, the two girls, Ty and Lexi and Gabby, had the dinner dates. Like they just had a lot of stuff happening all the time. Many many more activities. I think it's better. I feel like you get to know too. the people more. Um, I mean, like you said, they only are in here for seven weeks. There's 50 episodes. This gives us so much more content and it makes you like 
kind of like cheer and fall in love with the people more. It also makes me understand like how they spend their time. Like I'm like, oh, okay. So like they actually are told stuff to do and and whatever. Yeah. But it it just yeah, and then every episode, like something actually happens. Whereas I I now I understand why people thought season nine was boring because this has just a lot more like beats to it. This feels more like the challenge, but sex. It's like set the challenge, but make it raunchy. Well, yeah, especially with Dom and Jess. Like, yeah, they they seem so much more unaware. They just seem much less nervous about how they're going to be judged. That's what I mean. Like, they're unaware of like how this will affect their lives. They're so much more free. They're doing yeah. whatever they want. They're saying whatever they want. It feels a lot more authentic. Maybe that's just because we see them smoking so much. And now, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, so everyone smokes. Johnny, Marcel, Cam. Oh, what Gabby was over there, which made me think like I'm like oh obviously her and Marcel are gonna which I don't even know if that's true but in my head I was like oh obviously her and Marcel are gonna hit it off they're both smokers (laughs) it seems like an advantage it's like a casual way to like pass time together and like not I've never I've never smoked it seems like an advantage in this way only I think that it also to your point makes all the conversations seem more genuine and believable like they're on a smoke break they're not faking this (laughs) yeah and they're like Getting their fix, they're feeling relaxed. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, okay, I get it. That's why, as much as I agree with you, like obviously, I'm not a smoker. I wouldn't. I don't want to promote that at all. But mm-hmm. I'm also like, why do they take that away? A lot of people in the UK smoke. Apparently, they get smoke breaks now. So I think that's just like part of daily life. Why would we not see that? Yeah, I and that's like still my favorite part of the show. Although you know what, we get less of is them getting ready. A lot less of that. But I wonder if that's partially like the cameras and stuff. That's also like fine with me. Yeah, you don't really need it. I think I just like sort of found it interesting. But as like on the production front, like in terms of like how they film it, you can see that they really improve things over time. Like the way that this is filmed, it still looks really good, but it's just it's just different. Like they they rely on subtitling more and stuff. I also agree with you that maybe it is the cameras because when Chris was in there losing his mind about Amber... Like the angles were all over the place. Yeah. Like we didn't yeah. get like a, now we have like a ceiling shot where you can see everything. Like we didn't get yeah. that. It was just like going to all different angles to try to catch their <laughs> argument. <laughs> also like girls are sitting on the floor doing their makeup. Now they each have their own little station. I think it's probably one of the reasons they moved away from this villa or like these yeah. locations was for better Bathroom filming opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like a cool old historic home. I mean, that is awesome. Also, I'm wondering like, with Love Island being as big as it's gotten, and I would assume like the production cost is super low. So they probably make a shit ton of money on this show. That would be my guess. Definitely. Yes or no? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if they like built the villa in South Africa. I was wondering about that too. I know because it was so perfect. And the way that like Casa Moore was like mm-hmm. a tree house next door or whatever. It was just so perfect. They've been in different villas. Like, yeah. Their, season six was in a different villa than season seven. So I'm wondering, like, if the most recent season, I'm like, did they build that house for Love Island? Maybe it was a new house. Maybe yeah. they knew they would use it or something. And then it's like a cool tourist thing. It's a great advertisement. I mean, does this make you want to go to Mallorca? I mean, it would not take much to get me to want to go to Mall- <laughs> Mallorca. So sure. But also, if I were somewhere where there was a Love Island house, would I want to go see it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I regret not going since I was just in Mallorca. And it was great. <laughs> also, the funny thing is the hotel I stayed in, the Valparaiso Palace Resort, had like a really nice spa. So I'm like, are spas a thing in particular to Mallorca? I mean, mm-hmm. I love a spa. Me too. Who doesn't? 
Who doesn't? I think I got a spa day for Mother's Day since I saw a Four Seasons nice. bag in my closet. Nice. Uh, I think Seth needs to work on his hiding spots, but... It's from my dad. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Nice. Your dad gets your Mother's Day present too? Yeah. I'm his only daughter and I have three kids. That's true. That's nice. Does he have an assistant? Yeah. I mean... I was just... I was just... He's in the playoffs right now. So I was like, wow, (laughs) he has time for that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if my dad knows what he got me for Mother's Day, but he got me something. Spotty is awesome. Usually she makes him like write a note. And so she attaches his note to the gift. She sounds good at her job. Um, she's been his assistant for 23 years. Wow. So she's really good at her job. Yeah. Since I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um, anyway, back to Love Island. Quick <laughs> detour. Johnny has also... I just want to say I was like against him, though I found him cute. He's starting to grow on me. So... I'm into him. I feel like there's a real advantage to being not in the original cast, but the first bombshell. First bombshell. Outside of that, I'd say you want yes. to be in the original cast. Yeah. But, well, the advantage to the first bombshell is that you get to pick and you are like, you, escape, for a while. you escape the first elimination. So then you escape two because it goes girls, guys. Right. So right. if you're the first bombshell as a girl, then you miss the first girls elimination and then the next one's a guy. So you're guaranteed like two and a half weeks in there. If you can't make a connection in that time, then like, sorry about it. I can't wait to find out who Chris recouples with. Right now, it seems like it's going to be Olivia, but he's got three girls going after him. Olivia, I think Gabby, and I no. think Tyne Lexi. No, Chloe. Chris, Chloe and Tyne Lexi, I mm. believe. Tyne Lexi, we know, is out. He will not be choosing her. And he won't be choosing Chloe, so I'm pretty sure it's Olivia. Olivia wears great glasses. She should wear them all the time. She looks great. Yeah, she's pretty. It's yeah. I also uh when they were walking back into to the villa after spa day, I was like, holy crap, she's tall. Like she's tall and skinny. Yeah. Which is when you were talking about the kissing game, I think that was part of it. She had to like oh, bend they would like, figure her out. Went out. Yeah. She just looked awkward, but she also said she didn't want to kiss any of them. I like how the <laughs> girls are kind of disgusted by the guys. They're like, no, I'm not really except except for Jess. They're just like, nah, not really into it. Just stay away from me for a while. Um, who do you think has the best chat on the um, for the women? Obviously, Kim is it, but the men, it's not close. Although I would best say Chris chat. might give him a little bit of competition, but I wouldn't say his chat is good. It's entertaining. Chris is like the weirdo at the party. You're just like, who invited this guy? <laughs> but like also wanted but, to be talking to him. Yeah, but also I'm glad he's here. Yeah, like who is this but also thanks. <laughs> yeah. um, best chat of the girls. Um, hmm. I think it might be Amber. Amber could just really roll with it even though she's like gets into fights. But I think that's part of why her chat is good. She just, she keeps it going. I think her and I would say maybe Olivia number two. Everyone seems to be able to talk to Olivia. Yeah. They're my choices. And then Cam, obviously with the boys. I mean, Cam's a legend. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to find. I don't know how I avoided knowing about all these people. Like how did it not come to me? But can't wait to, to find out more. I don't know, but I'm glad. You know, you when you hate, you like hype someone so much. So when you told me like, oh, a lot of people told me to watch out for Kim, I was like, fuck, hopefully she likes him as much as I, I do. But then watching it, I'm like, it's literally impossible not to like him. He's so funny. And <laughs> just like yeah. the way that he talks to the camera where he's like, he's kind of like spastic in a way, but like in a really funny way. And he's also always making fun of but, himself. Yeah. I, think that's, 
I think that's why he's so lovable. So he just clearly doesn't take anything too seriously in a good way. Yeah. And even when he is serious, like, it's funny. The hat thing is my favorite moment so far. Like when he was like, if she's going to try to stick it on me tonight, I'm going to be like, no, I'm not having it. I'm like, Tim, <laughs> no one believes you. Like, everything is just, oh, God, he's awesome. <laughs> and it seems like the other girls do like him, too. Like, everyone's, like, rooting for him. Everyone likes him. What's that to like about Cam? For now. For now. Oh, wow. Ominous. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, you know, trying to give it a little mystery. Well, we'll be back on Wednesday, episodes 9 through 12. Thank you to our producer, Ashley Smith. And crack on. 